You're listening to an ANR special edition podcast on the Loki Disney Plus TV show. Let's get started. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another ANR podcast. We have a special edition one today. Is all things Loki we're talking about, and this is the series finale, episode six. It is going to be filled with spoilers, so be warned ahead of here that uh, if you continue on to this journey with us today, you'll be uh, you'll be indulged with a lot of spoilers. So if you haven't watched the Loki episode, I don't know why you haven't. But <laughs> what are you waiting for, guys? Come on. Yeah, exactly. What are you waiting for? Go stop, go to watch it, and then come back here, join us for this uh, episode. All right, uh, but before I begin, I want to bring in my TVA agent, D. How are you doing, D? Pretty good. I've been dying to talk about this with you all day. Oh, man, me too. Um, our other TVA agent, Chris, is on assignment, so he is not available today, unfortunately. But uh, we will carry on, and he will join us in our future weekly episodic uh, podcasts. All right, D. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's so much to unpack here. This yeah, right? is... Ooh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where do we want to start? Where do you, do you want to like? Here's the do thing. You do, a re, do you want to do a recap of everything that's happened quickly, or do you want to just get into this episode right away? Basically, the recap is Sylvie and Loki have been bouncing around the TVA, deciding if they want to kill the TVA, overthrow the TVA. They get pruned and exiled to the void at the end yeah. of time. They end up back at the TVA. They end up at a, the Cosmic Citadel. They've been all over time and space, basically. Yep. Sylvie wants revenge. Loki doesn't know what he wants. He just wants to be free of all this madness. And then <laughs> yeah. Loki's spirit take over in his own way. I don't know if he still feels the same after this adventure, but that's where we are right now. Last episode, yeah. they reached the time past the end of C- time. The basically. Citadel, it's, right? The Cosmic the Citadel. Citadel. Yeah. Yes. And they're at the front door there, and you see the beautiful background. I, I gotta say... The visual look amazing with the timeline around it, right? It looks yeah. fantastic. It's a sort of it's different than uh, the quantum zone, like the Ant Man area, where it's more. That one was just messy shiny. and chaotic, and things were in your face. Yeah. There's a lot of like yeah. hexagons and octagons. Do you know this one felt yeah. peace peaceful? Yeah, it felt peaceful, right? So they're at the big door, and they um, they you know try to get into the door, right? And so, they knock on the door. Do they knock on the door? No, it's Loki. Oh, the door, well, the door, Loki's the door. like, should we knock? Or knock? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sylvie was going to kick it down. Yeah. And then the door just opens itself. Yeah. Right? And then they walk in, and then uh, they get they see the uh, statues and the all kinds of, like, it looks like it damaged, right? It looks like a whole bunch uh, yeah, of I thought damage. Yeah, I thought it was abandoned and just old and damaged because there's cracks going through yeah. it and everything. I don't know why. But, and then all of a sudden, bam, Miss Minutes opens up. She just shows up out of nowhere, right? If that She's was on a, a big creepy. screen. Yeah, if that was on a big screen, I wasn't <laughs> expecting her. Because it's like you described it as dark. There's cracks in the building. It doesn't look yeah. like haunted house-like, but it's still dark and quiet. And then, boom, this yeah, get, bright neon yellow cr- clock just shows up. <laughs> and then she's like, just like really creepy and weird. Yeah. Shows up out of nowhere. And, she, and then she does something that's crazy. She offers them the chance to go back to their timeline and be like heroes, so to speak, right? Yeah, basically she offers them their 
desires and she says they figured out how to, a way to put them both in the same timeline together which totally just contradicts everything before every episode yeah. i was like no no you guys you guys can't exist like at all you can't even touch each yeah. other because then well, they're, they're, just chaos will happen and then now they're offering them this chance to be together in the perfect timeline so how do you think it's a test do you think it was a test at that time when they offered that i did and it could have been a test or a trick but as you know yeah they declined and she seemed slightly annoyed by that like she's like okay it fine like... suit yourself like i was like well, what did you expect them to do <laughs> Yeah, they came all this far, you know, all this, all this to the end to find out what's going on, only to what? Accept, you know, this little uh, low-hanging fruit and go back to their realities, which might not even be true. They could be stuck in one of those uh, those uh, time loops yeah. that they put them in. Who knows? I mean, they have no idea what they're getting themselves into. So I just, for me, I just thought it was kind of a, a time-wasting period because, like, why? Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, I don't know why... This was even in there, right? It's like a the fool part... me once, shame on you moment. Fool me 16 yeah. times, shame on me. Like, you tried to <laughs> trick them like eight times right now, guys. <sighs> Sorry, yeah. and then, And then so we um, we have that moment that's happening there. And then we kind of uh, leave them there and go to, to uh, Renslayer's office where she's going through all the notes and stuff. And she's... Well, she, I think she's planning to, like, jettison out of there, right? And she yeah. sees the little stain on the coffee table of reminding of her, uh, Morbius. And uh, we see uh, Miss Minutes there again. Like, this girl doesn't want to leave. She just wants to be part of the whole show, right? She doesn't hey, want to leave. Again. Hey, it's me again. <laughs> yeah. And uh, what is she offering? She's offering to you know, upload some information to Renslayer, right? Yeah. Because Renslayer was... And then she just uploaded some uh, information, which is very interesting because we all know this is season two coming. And Ren's there. This is not the last we're going to see of her, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm very interested in seeing what her storyline is going to be next season. Well, the interesting um, thing about that scene, too, is Renslayer's like, this isn't even what I asked for. And Miss Minutes is like, yeah, yeah. no, this is, you'll, trust me, you'll want to read this instead. I was like, perfect. What do we have here? doesn't yeah. tell you at all whatsoever <laughs> so um they go back to the uh citadel and you see loki and uh, sylvie walking around so they go to this hall this open hall area and they see these statues but one of the statues is just smashed into pieces mm -hmm. any thoughts to why would that be i honestly don't know i thought maybe a battle royale could have taken place there for control of that tower but at the same time how easy is this place to even get to like i don't know like like i have no idea at this point like anything could happen in this episode and i don't know what to expect they've been like i said they've been bouncing all over time and space so who knows i have no idea and then all of a sudden the door opens up and we see who a dude just a dude <laughs> to them just a... it's a it's a it's a guy in an elevator just unassuming man and he's just like oh hi how are you like he's just excited to see them <laughs> how are you guys yeah. but he's excited he's just like wow this is wild two of you together here in person this is amazing like he's thrilled to see them 
and they're both confused like okay are you he who remains yeah. <laughs> because that's that's what miss minute referred to the person who owns the building and he's like oh she still calls me that that's kind of creepy but i like it and he is the one who manipulated everything he's the one sylvie yeah. wants to kill he's the one who basically told the tva to prune all these timelines he's the man in charge but he's not what they expected because he like i said he's just a guy even in the conversation they have because he invites them in the elevator he's like oh come on come to my office i'm like okay so you're just like a human man right and he's like yep just blood and flesh and sylvie takes the opportunity to be like okay perfect that means you're super easy to kill she takes a swipe at him and he teleports out of the way he doesn't even look at her he just knows it's coming if you had trouble with the TVA, the man in charge is probably going to be ten times as hard to hit. <laughs> and he's proven that, right? Yeah, exactly. No. Um, so, I just wanted to uh, do a little um, go back to who this guy is, mm-hmm. um, Jonathan Majors, and I just want to say for anybody who's not familiar who who this person is as an actor. Uh, he's done a show called Lovecraft Country. Um, I absolutely love this show. Uh, it takes place in the past, but um, he is a great up-and-coming actor. He he is someone that I was so happy when they announced him to be Kang, and I was just like, I'm so delighted because I think he's going to do fantastic. I think he's going to pull it off. He is going to be, I think, better than thanos in the mcu Mm -hmm. that is my prediction right now i know it's a huge prediction because there's so much hype with thanos that's bold but i i honestly if they give him if they give the reins to fully be kang from the comics that we're used to he can pull it off i really you know one of the things i without without getting too sidetracked we know who this character is and what this character can do right um, I'm hoping that they allow him to, and I think they will allow him to go into multiple movies and outlets to be this character. And we'll get into that in the very end of our theories, but, uh, yeah, like back to what you're saying, she's trying to, uh, you know, get after him, decapitate him. And he just like, you know, 10 steps ahead because he sees the future. He knows what it is. It unfolds. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, yeah. Carry on. You were saying. No, um, to add to that, so we know who Kang is, and the personality this guy has is not the same as the Kang we're used to. Uh, The thing about Mm -hmm. Kang is he's a time traveler, like Alvin pointed out. So he plans ahead, he knows what's coming, he's very serious, he thinks people are beneath him. Very methodical. Yeah, very methodical. Everything he does has a purpose. He will step on you just to get to the desired outcome. Yeah. But this guy is just excited to see him. He's all quirky. He's very flamboyant. I had um, the thought process. Remember, what was his name? Trevor in Iron Man 3? Where he's like the, yes, the, yeah. the Mandarin. I was like, oh no, is this going to be another another yeah, one yeah, of those yeah, situations? Yeah. This didn't you, bother were me you, though. You're, you're expecting a Loki to kind of change back to form? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking um, of that, what happened to the Loki with the armor that we saw in the trailers? The one on the throne, right? Yeah. I have no idea. I remember you talking about it. I was like, okay, now we get to see him yeah. in this episode. Because that's what I was waiting for. I was mm-hmm. expecting to see him in this Citadel, right? Yeah. Standing up. That was my whole theory 
of why I thought this was going to be Loki and not, you know, Kang. And it doesn't even exist. So what I'm thinking is maybe just Marvel just put up one over us, just like they with the Hulk running and doing Wakanda scene in the... Yeah. The They've uh, done Infinity it a few times now, so... Very smart. Uh, that, really irritate, that really irritates me because it throws my whole... My whole theory out the window <laughs> you can't, you because can't. of that. Well, you get people saying, oh, the trailer ruined everything. No, it didn't because we yeah. threw some random scenes in there for you. <laughs> Smart asses. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so he makes a nice cup of tea for our two like He's super polite. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Super polite. Very, very um, confident and uh, very uh, energetic and just, you know, just chilling type of guy, right? I mean, yeah. He's energetic at times when he wants to say something, and then he's laid back when he's waiting for them to talk, as if he knows what's coming, what they're going to say, right? So he's just like, yeah, I'm going to sit here and let you talk because I already know what you're going to tell me, right? And so we have that part where he puts the tea together for him, and then all of a sudden we pan back to Rensselaer's, a lot of panning back and forth, Rensselaer's office, and then in walks in Mobius, and he's just like, why? Like why, why, why would you go along with this thing? What were your thoughts of this interaction between the two of them? Well, for me, after hearing her side of the story, I'm like, man, you're in super denial. Cause her reasoning was, who cares if they lied to us? Like we're still have a purpose yeah. and a cause, and we just need to keep doing what we're doing. But at the same time, there are still those additional scenes that the audience isn't shown, like Miss Minutes giving her those extra documentations and information. Like we don't know her end game still. So one minute she's saying we need to like play the course, we need to just stick to the plan like we've always done. But meanwhile, she's just going off behind the scenes as well. So she's feeding yeah. Mobius this bunch of BS, I think, and she's like, "You betrayed me. We were friends for eons, and you just meet the first two Loki variants and decide with them like." Don't don't talk to me about betrayal, and then yeah. Mobius is like, okay, well, I'm sorry, I have to come to this, and he pulls out his pruning stick. I was like, you're not really a threat to me with that still, so whatever, and she just but, lays him out. But but before that, what happens? She's asking, what did you do? Oh yes, yes, and goes, what? Did, and then they um, they flash back to 2018. Was it Fremont, Ohio? Ohio. Ohio. Yeah. Ohio, yeah, Ohio, and um, is it Hunter 15, I believe yeah. it is? Yeah, yeah. Hunter 15, she goes to an elementary school, looks like it, or a high school, actually, lockers. So I'm assuming high school there. And uh, the other hunters are with them because they're like, well, because want, she wants to explain it to the rest of the crew what's going on, right? So they're basically following her, and then she goes to this classroom, and they follow her, and they're like, what's going on? And she's like, wait, let me show you. Right, and in walks in Rensselaer, but not the Rensselaer that we know. It's before she was plucked out of that time into the future. She's a teacher there, and her, no, she's not a teacher. She's a judge. Here in the in the 2018, she's the principal of that school. She's like, what are you doing yeah. in the office? In the but TVA, in the future, she's a yeah, judge. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. And the TV is like agent's like what? Like that was the proof they needed to show to the rest of the soldiers that this is, we are not one of a kind. We are actually plucked from our times and been brainwashed or erased. You know, our minds have been erased to stay in this loop in the future. Right. And that's when the rest of the team is finding out. So 
when she goes to Mobius, like, what did you do? Well, what he did was he got everybody on board with this theory, and now they have proof. They all believe him and Hunter 15, and now the whole TVA is turned on Renslayer, where she's got no option now. She can't leave these guys because they know the truth now. She can't lie to them anymore. So I thought that was pretty smart how they did that. Yeah. It's interesting. Uh, I'm just wondering, like, how many years did they say they were, they were in the TV? Any idea? Did they mention anything like that? Well, she, said, said, a, she, she said she's being friends with him for eons. She didn't give a specific, so, okay, yeah. like, time frame, though. Yeah, and then she's just like, you listened to a couple of Lokis and betrayed me, right? Yeah. Which I thought it was, you know, which is, which I thought was pretty interesting because, hey, you know, like, if you put it into perspective, like, say you had a friend that you knew for since childhood, and then you have two random people that try to convince you to say that that person is a bad person, we generally would tell the two random people, no, we don't know what you're talking about. But obviously, these two are random people provided evidence yeah. as to what this person was being nefarious, right? But, uh, yeah, it's just uh, interesting how that conversation, like, she's like, you betrayed me. Right? And he's like, no, I didn't betray you. And he also tried to get her to come on board, too, yeah, he's right? Like just sick, yeah. Like, he's still her friend in his mind. Yeah. And he's trying to get her to understand, to come on board. But she's just, like you said, she's stubborn, hard-headed, whatever you want to call it. She's just like, nope, I'm sticking to this plan. And that sounds like somebody, in my mind, is in love with somebody. That's what it sounds like mm. to me when when someone's just like, no matter who my friends are, whoever it is, I've got to stick with this. And it just sounds like, and we know in the comics, the two of them, Kang and Renslayer, are an item. Or, or he's trying to impress her to be with him, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I think he's manipulated to the point where maybe they already have this relationship. You, you know, like I think they've got this relationship maybe. But she, she says she doesn't know who it is, yeah. right? And they had she, that scene where she goes and talks to the robot. Like, why add that in? It would only be for the audience's sake to throw us off. But it's, unless it's a unless it's a ploy for her, yeah, like a big big ploy to convince. Like, she did all this just to get them to be convinced, right? Mm -hmm. It could be. Who knows? Like I have not Yeah. Oh, we'll find out. Okay, so then we go now back to the Citadel. And uh, we've got um, our character Kang just sitting there chilling, and he's trying to explain everything. Uh, do you want to take over from here? So he's basically telling them like, "Hey, so it's impressive that you made it here, and like I'm excited yeah. to see you." Still, like he's still being weird, and Loki is stunned, and he's like, "I don't think you understand what's going on here. Like we found <laughs> you, you were hiding, and we found you. It's over." And he's like, "Oh no, no, no! I I paved this out for you." So you could come to me. Like, I led you here. You didn't do anything that I didn't want you to do. Which is one of the most annoying things when it comes to time traveler villains. <laughs> like, they're always they they're always going to be two steps ahead of you. If yeah, not a thousand yeah. steps ahead of you. Like, anytime the Lokis were in danger, they weren't in danger. Because Kang knew that they would be fine. Everything they did wasn't an act of free will. It was his doing. And that's very yeah, frustrating. He, he said that. He said every act or everything you've done is because of my intention. Like, I paved the road is the line that he used. Yeah, you just walked right? down it. Yeah, it's like... yeah, you just literally... And you know what? 
Jonathan is just killing it at this point. Like I was so like so like happy to see him act because he's just killing it, and he and he just done a just a great job of just being annoying, right? Yeah. And and even the little you know with the hands, you know, like I paved the road and you walked in it, right? And uh, he hands them papers, which reminds us of the beginning of when Loki was sent down to that office, right? And he's yeah. got a stack of papers of everything he said in his life. And he just hands the paper to them and says, well, oh, this is what you said. And this is what you're going to say, which is uh, insane, right? <laughs> he's got everything there. And that's obviously proof that whatever he's saying is the truth. Like yeah. he knew everything was happening. He un- saw this whole thing unfold and he's waiting for all of these things to unfold in front of him because he, he's aware of it. It's one thing to have that information there, but he memorized it. He knew exactly when yeah. to step out of the way. He knew. Yeah. She attacked him like 10 times in that scene. Yeah. Yeah. He knows exactly, exactly what they're going to say. So that's scary to me. Like that alone just makes him. That's powerful. Yeah. Very powerful. And Very he's still, powerful. still just a normal uh, quotes and a normal guy using technology. Yes. That's. He nullified the Infinity Stones. He nullified magic. Like Thanos was one thing. This is next level. That's what I'm saying. Like that's what I'm saying. Like people don't know about this character are gonna come to know him real fast. If they thought Thanos was a threat to the MCU characters, they have something else coming their way. Yeah. This guy is bad news. Someone that can manipulate time and go in and out of the times the entire history of the universe there's nothing is, like it this the scenes here is when i really appreciate his acting because it jumps between being like happy go lucky and then when he says i know it all it had a hint of the king i yes I reading. yes because like, i know it all it, it, he's like i it had that all, it, it had that tone yeah just like yeah i am the leader here i I'm superior. I'm not going to say I'm superior, but just to put things in perspective, I know it all. Like it was just direct to the point yeah. and it gave me chills and I loved it. Yeah. I, I, I thought it was just, you know, the, like you said, the tone, it was, it was yeah. great. He, he really is setting the, you know, the character up now for developing over and over. So now we bet jump back into the office again and this is where they you were talking about how they sort of get into this little you know fight where scuffle, he yeah. takes out he takes out the pruning stick and he goes after her and what happens like i still don't think you're a threat to me so <laughs> i'm not really scared of you and she lays him out and he ends yeah. up on his back sick like, oh i'm back where i started which is <laughs> <laughs> yeah and the whole thing was like you know what at the very end is like the free will line that he said like everyone yeah. has a chance to have free will and she goes and says only one person has free will yeah so it 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 gives me further proof that she knows this person like why would she say assume it's one mm-hmm. why not before it was three right three oh, people uh, they're controlling the time and now it's one how does she know in fact it's one. That's where my, you know, my theory is that she actually knows who this person is or has had contact with this person. And she's been lying or manipulating this whole time, this grand plan, right? Yeah. But anyway, so, yeah, he tries to take her out and she basically kicks his ass, puts him on his ass. 
and she opens up the door and just takes off. Where is she going to? I have no idea. Like, well, she like, wanted blueprints for the end of time, but they made up the whole excuse they couldn't get there without a ship. Like she's just said so many things that are back and forth that I have no idea what her end game is though. And that's perfectly yeah. fine. Keeps me on my toes. Why do you think she didn't prune him? Because he's already been there, right? But why not once. do it? But why not do it again? Like, why does she kind of hell back? Is because she's she has that sentiment, of, you know, a friendship that she kind of thinks about. I stops? think I think after their heart to heart, she kind of stopped being as savage as she was. Now that the yeah. cat's out of the bag, there's no point. Like she's like, I did that the first time to keep things like business as usual but now you ruin that so she doesn't hate him but she does hate him for what she did but i don't know and then I'm... she says before she walks in she goes like he asks where you're going and she goes in search of free will yeah so now like what am i supposed to believe here like is she actually now going to be a good person like i mean i don't even know what that line means to me like what do you think like why would she say that in search of free will she either wants to find the person who has free will because like you said earlier she probably she may know who he is yeah or she doesn't seem like someone who wants to lead she she seems yeah. fine being like the second hand but not once did she ever abuse her power in any way aside from pruning variants i don't know like i don't know her end game to me it sounds like she She's very, very happy with the person leading. Yeah. And believes in that person leading. Like, she's drinking that Kool-Aid. Whoever this person is and how they conveyed it to her, she drank all of that Kool-Aid and said, I'm on board. You know what? You should be the almighty leader, and I'm here for the ride, and I'll do everything I can to keep everything at check. It just seems like she's very, very convinced. But eventually, this person is. eventually you'll want to meet the boss, though like yeah yeah exactly you want their praise and since those robots are gone you need the actual person to get praise from now <laughs> yeah okay and then you've kind of jumped back into the citadel again and this time you've got uh what looks like a future version of the iphone uh, iwatch <laughs> uh, uh, right yeah with the and he's basically did you like this kind of uh, ex uh historical uh teaching did you I, like the way he was sort of presenting himself? I did. It didn't bother me. Did you hate it? like it was very? I found it. I found it. I found it annoying. Did you? Did you prefer like, like an actual hologram? I would have loved to see scenes. Yes, yeah. holograms, scenes. But I guess you know with the budget they had. It reminds me I... of the, the Sands and Black Panther, and it mm -hmm. looks cool. Yes. But I'm like, this is very impractical. Like this is. <laughs> This sounds like, you know, it sounds like something that's not really futuristic, yeah. right? It's like, that's very sounds, creative, but it seems yeah. very tedious and messy. It also reminded me of the Man of Steel. Oh, uh, yeah. When he, Man of Steel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just thought it was like really, you know, for something, someone that's in the future way ahead, that's the best you can come up with black and white dolls. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like clay, claymation. <laughs> Would you prefer so, if it was like hard light constructs or like like you said holograms? Holograms is hologram. Holograms would have been fine. I would have been fine with the holograms, yeah. right? But uh, yeah, so then he just basically is talking about other Kangs. Uh, well, he doesn't say the word Kang, but he's saying others of him. He gives a little history lesson of who he is, 
and how did he mention it's him or did he mention well here was here's what happened he he starts off as saying i've been known as many things like a ruler and that's a throwback a to uh he was a pharaoh at one point in the comic yeah. like ramatut yeah 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 and then a conqueror as in king the conqueror yes when like, i heard that i <laughs> when i heard that i, I kind of giggled a little bit <laughs> Yeah, I did one of those. I did one of those. I see you. But he did that thing where he's talking about someone else, but it's him. And that's the reveal at the end of the story. He's like, once once upon a time, there was a scientist, Eons ago, a variant of myself, and he lived in the 31st century, and he discovered there were, like, universes stacked on each other. And then they shared, like, inventions and information with each other. And unfortunately, not everyone was as good as him. And they all fought for control. They all fought for power. And that's when one variant got the idea to weaponize Aliath. Aliath. I always pronounce it wrong. Like he discovered Aliath and he weaponized it. And he just eradicated every single other timeline and variant. And he pruned the timeline. That's where the term pruning comes from. So it's a straight line, but they branch off. You prune those branches. So... You go, like, so the timeline's consistent, and if any part branches off, there is a risk that another version of him gets created. So it has to stay the exact same. And there is their whole thing with this whole show. Right there. Yeah. So it has to play out. History has to be the same constantly. If it isn't, destroy it. Like, sorry. And he's like, I know my methods are probably evil to you, but there are far more evil people out there. And you're going to hate the new guy if he takes my place. I've seen other me's and I'm the nicest one, basically. And, I mean, he offered yeah. them tea, right? Yeah, so he's like, he, yeah he was a, being polite. Yeah, yeah. so Earl Grey with some yeah. biscuits, right? <laughs> but uh, it's very interesting how he's explaining that his he is his own worst enemy, at, you know, with the variants, right? Yeah. And he's telling the truth, is he not? I mean, at this point... So, yeah, he says that. He's like, okay, I'm sorry I lied to you. I lied about the timekeepers. I lied about the TVA. But I was telling the truth about the war. And we needed a way to prune that. So I came up with these magical timekeepers who created the TVA because I'm only one man. And there needed to be order. So I got all these people to do this for me. And, yeah, I don't know. That's, That's a hard pill to swallow. Because Sylvie, as far as she's still concerned, you kidnapped me and killed my world. Okay, yeah. but if I didn't, another me might come out and just be worse. That's here's where me and Jess got into an argument. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll get into that at the end. It was okay. Okay. It's All pretty, right. Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, like, how do yeah. you feel about if some, if if Kang came and told you that? This is this is like a hard thing to accept. And would you be like okay? I will hear you out. Or would you be like no, you're crazy, and I'm still going to kill you. It's tough because he sounds crazy. Yeah. Right? He I didn't mean, really help his case. He was giggling like yeah. a schoolgirl and offering them tea. <laughs> like, yeah. But, I mean, at, at, at this point, when I'm sitting there in front of somebody that can... He, like, he showed proof that he knows what they're going to do before they yeah. do it, right? So, it's not like he's making up this, this whole thing that he knows the future. I would, at that point, kind of... I would at least listen to what he has to say. Right, yeah. where what he's saying right there is, you know, is saying that there's worse people, and you know, uh, the Loki's when they went to that void, 
they did see worse versions of, of themselves, themselves yeah. as well, right? So they know that that theory is true. Yeah. And that there are worse people out there of themselves and can do harm given the chance. The problem is, does somebody like him, one person, sit there and say, if somebody, you know, changes the timeline for good, I'm still going to shut it down because I'm not allowing good things to happen because I think someone, another version of me will show up there. Yeah. Is that, is that allowed? I mean, who is he to do that? Right. Like, Mm -hmm. like these two, like the two Lokis, if they decide to live happily ever after or something, are they going to, does he have the right to cut off that timeline and say, no, you can't have that. You have to, be miserable and separated the two of you yeah it's like loki's one job is to die the end like oh that sucks but okay yeah so i I don't know like i honestly it's it's tough it's It's a tough question it also sucks because i immediately thought of that miss minute scene earlier it was like i'll give you everything you want and in my mind i'm like why did you do that earlier why did you offer them that like was that a test like you said were you just lying to them you keep lying to them and then I think they were lying. Yeah, they were, they were, it was a lie. It was a lie to trap them, right? Yeah, or it, it was a test to see. And it's interesting because he keeps telling them, like, "I picked you two because I expected you two to do what? Like, what is he saying now here?" He's like, "I'm really so, old and really tired, and I need someone to take over." And I, I ran the scenarios, I ran the variables, and it's you two. Like, I want you two to take over the TVA. You can go back. And say whatever you want. You can come back as the unsung heroes, but you have to continue my work. And this is where we get discord between Sylvie and Loki. He's also, would you take that? Would you take that deal? But here's the thing: when he said, "Either you do it, or you kill me," and an infinite amount of me's come out, and probably are worse than me. I don't know. Like, my mind couldn't fathom that. Until I actually saw it happen, and like, oh, farts. Like, okay, I made a big mistake by not taking that deal. Like, I have the Captain America and Superman mentality. We're like, no, we can just defeat all odds. I don't have to be the guy who just goes destroying worlds. But at the same time, is that naive of me? That's a hard... Yeah. Yeah, it's very hard. It's very hard to make that call. Because you're killing universes, basically. (laughs) I like the line he says, you came to kill the devil, right? Yeah. Why would he say that? Like, if I, if I don't want to get killed, like, if he's trying to convince them not to kill him, why say that line? <laughs> because that's he's, such a that's such a line that you want to now kill that he's, person. He's, he's goading them into doing it. He's a he's a necessary evil, but... Do you think, do you think that, that that's what I was trying to lead to, is do you think he was goading them to do it? indirectly i think he's been alone for so long his social tact is just awful that's a good point and he's pretty smug because he admitted when he met the other versions of himself he's like yeah and we shared intelligence and inventions and very narcissistic compliments and he went on like oh nice hair nice like he admitted he was a narcissist he admitted he has an ego so I think that ego is getting the better of him at some point. He still is technically just a human guy. A very smart one. Yeah. But humans have flaws. And his flaws is his 
crappy social tact. Yeah. I I also like the other line he says, I've lived a million lives. That is crazy to th even think about, like how far into the future this character is at. Like he should be insane, like crazier than he's acting. Yeah. I, I, she, he should be talking to them to do telepathically. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, not even having words. And uh, so basically he's saying, you know, he's giving them the option. Either kill me and have an uprising of a bunch of me's that could be far worse. Or take up my mantle and run the TVA and keep this one time loop. Yeah. Do, and then... do not allow branches. Yeah. conveniently this is where the threshold occurs and he's like oh i lied earlier i only knew what was going to happen up to about 10 seconds ago so whatever happens after this i have no idea so so then that's where the you see in the background the uh, timeline starts branching slowly he's like you better make your choice because uh the, the the timeline's branching and that's yeah. where i was on the edge of my seat yes um okay so then you see Sylvie and Loki, what happens? They sort of get into this. Like Loki's trying to tell her, right? Basically, He's like let's that, hey, yeah, yeah, let's hear this out. Let's really think this through because this is huge. This is like massive, you know, decision that we have to make. And she just just wants to just rush into this, right? She doesn't want to take the time to look at all the options or the two options. And yeah, she's basically chaotic right to be honest with you um what what do you think of this whole back and forth between the two of them uh this is where i also had to like did it annoy you does she annoy you because i know you get annoyed with things like this no i understood <laughs> like she was seven when they took her and she only knew how to run and fight for her life only to be told okay so the guy who did this to you you can't hurt by the way it's like oh my goodness but not only that, he's like, you could kill me. The only thing that will happen is I'll end back up here. Because what happens yeah. is the war will happen. What led him to become this person was the war. So it's just going to be a time loop. He, and he even yeah. says, it's like, reincarnation, baby. Like, he's just mocking her. <laughs> <laughs> and and she's just basically saying to them, you're a murderer, this and that. And he's just like, well, you're a murderer too. You know, you've killed people. We're all villains here, right? Yeah. He says that line. And... Uh, and he says, we've all done horrible, terrible, horrific things. And he's right. All three of them in that room have done terrible things. Yeah. Right? So, the thing, who is she? Yeah, you The saying? thing, like, you realized that it annoy you. I'm thinking back. The part that did annoy me is Loki was like, hear me out. And she's like, oh, you just want the throne. This was all your plan from the start, wasn't it? That that did bother me. Yeah, really. that really annoyed me, too. I was just like, Really? Really? <laughs> you think he's that clever to get pruned and end up? After in a all board? he's yeah. gone through, he wants a throne to himself. Yeah, I, I'm not buying that. Where he almost killed, got himself killed in that meteor shower at that planet that they're sitting in. Like he wants a throne. He this giant, you know, <laughs> empty giant <home>. plan of <laughs> yeah. Like it's just so like so. She's not the smartest Loki that I want to guess. No. Right? Like, it just like, oh, she, come on. She also has no social skill because she herself was alone as well. Like, yeah. these are just a bunch of people who lack social skills. <laughs> Very badly, yes. And uh, Kang says, he calls him out on it. He's like, you are incapable of being trusted because you're you. You're incapable of trusting anyone because you're you. 
It's like, <laughs> it's like this is the worst pair in history that should be so, together. So, since you said that, do you think this is another ploy by him, knowing that he he put these two guy persons in front of him, knowing that they can't be trusted, or they can't trust the decisions of each other? Do you think this was all an elaborate plan for him? You know, I can't read this. Like guy out now. of all, like why not Captain America? Why not a righteous person? Captain right? America is way too good to take up the mantle to destroy universes. Okay, why not uh, Rocket Raccoon? I, like yeah, That's... no, good point. Like I have no idea. But like, I, I... <laughs> there's a reason why he picked yeah. these two, and it's, yeah. it's because he knows that they can't trust each other, and it's gonna fall flat. Like I just have a feeling this is a giant, uh, a lot, you know, like a rouge here, mm-hmm. where he's just he knows what's happening. He knows he's going to get killed, and he's okay with it because he wants to go and do this whole thing again. He's a crazy person. He wants <laughs> this giant war to happen again and again, right? So I'm thinking that's going to be the MCU storyline where they're going to have to end sort of Kang's reign or this loop, this time loop has to end somehow or has to be altered where we're not going to have this war over and over again. Yeah. That. It, it just boggles my mind that this is going to happen right now. Like, this is the going of the new phase. It's just going to be crazy. Um, okay, so the two of them get into a little bit of scuffle. They get into a little bit of fight. Did you find that before they got into that fight, that a whole conversation was a little too long? Between Loki I, I and felt... Sylvie? And, and, and Kang sitting there talking well, to them. Anytime he spoke, I loved it. So I was just like, okay. And then Loki and Sylvie, I was like, shut up, Kang was talking. He needs to speak more. <laughs> he needs to speak more. Aren't you glad we have a, a, a Marvel Legends Kang figure? Oh, God, no, oh. I don't have that thing. You don't have that figure? I remember how much I told you I hated that. <laughs> Why? I hate that outfit. He's oh, just, my God. I hate I hate Kang. I hate time travelers. I hate reverse flash. Oh, my I God. I hate Zoom. <laughs> oh, my God. I hate... We, we're... We're ending this podcast right now. <laughs> I, this is, I love to I hate paradox villains. They just get on my oh nerves. Because when you think you've won, they just pull the rug out from under you. I have an extra one of him, and guess what? It's oh coming to your door. Oh, my goodness gracious. How could you? Oh, my God. I can't believe you. Just, can't believe this he... dumb helmet is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of man draws it? Like, <laughs> he makes a helmet and then puts his face on the front of the egotistical fool. <laughs> Oh man, that's so good. That's so good. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. Well, we're gonna see an MCU version of that too. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, let's see how they do the helmet. They they pulled off Zemo. Like I used to hate Zemo. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, his, his little sock thing doesn't look so stupid. <laughs> doesn't look as ridiculous as his. His toque, eh? <laughs> his toque with holes in it, eh? Uh, so okay. Anyways, get back into this part where. Uh, the part that I told you to before that they're gonna smooch, yeah, and so they smooch, and uh, what do you think? Did you feel weird when they smooch? It's no, like not kissing at all. yourself. I'm not, I'm not like Chris. Like I consider her a different. <laughs> I'm person. not like Chris. <laughs> I consider her a different person. I okay. I was just afraid they wouldn't end up together, and what happened? Boom. She pushes him through a temporal doorway, and then which is. Like, ah, it broke my heart. <laughs> yeah, it really did for me, too. I have to agree with you. I, yeah. It disappointed me and her because 
up until this point, I really liked her as a character. But that move right there made me not like her anymore. Oh, really? Like, yeah, she really annoyed me after that. I'm like, you retarded person. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, why would you do this? You know, like, uh, what's, like, what's, why? Why would you not listen to somebody who's gone through so much with you? Yeah. Why alienate him like that? Right? Why kick him into the back into the headquarters where he doesn't want to be? He doesn't want to be there. He yeah. wants to be with you. He was powerless there. You just send him back into like the the, the wolves, basically. Yeah, like, and he, it's a crazy thing. She doesn't even know what's going on over there. What if there's a bunch of TVA agents waiting for him there? Yeah, right. Like, ah, uh, I, I just uh, just start really didn't like it. That, it, it that showed, is frustrating. It is true Loki uh, Loki esque type of character where they're thinking about themselves. Mm-hmm. Do you think that she was thinking about herself at the end there? That moment, that yeah. Because like you said, yeah. she, she threw him to God knows where. Yeah. And that alone is just kind of like a red flag. Like you probably should have like checked where you sent him at least. <laughs> but no, yeah. So she just takes, she throws the table out of the way with her powers and then she takes her sword and bam, jabs good old Kang. And Kang dies, and then the camera kind of zooms out towards the the universe there, and you see all kinds of branches now just going nuts. The sky everywhere. just looks like a solid cloud. It looks like the inside of uh, someone's uh, brain. Yeah. Right, with all the neutrons and you know everything firing everywhere. Right, the pulses. Did you expect? And... Did you expect her to kill him? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, after when uh, she kicked him back into the TVA office, I, I knew she over. didn't. Yeah, she made that decision right there. I did love very... the, uh, the delivery he did. He was still excited about it all. He's like, oh man, this is so new to me. I don't know what's going to happen. And she stabs him. He's like, I'll see you soon. I was like, oh no. Oh, oh no. <laughs> but okay, but here's the thing though. If it's not new to him, he gets killed. How does he know that he's going to come back again? Like, how is he sure? I assume he thinks the war will occur due to the branches and a variant of him. Like, I, I don't know how this plan works. Like I said. It's going to be crazy. Par- like I said, it, Paradox crazy. villains are ridiculous. This is why I get frustrated. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. <laughs> I love to hate it. <laughs> I'm going to message you every time I see a paradox. I'm like, see, oh, look what happened. Look what happened. But at the see you soon delivery, like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> My heart skipped a so, beat. So we see this huge amount of branches everywhere. Just it's insane of uh, branches, and you see it pans back to the TVA where you see Loki running through the hallways, pushing the TVA just out of the way, and he gets to the part where Hunter Fifteen and Mobius are talking. Here's the um, thing, though. And, this is yeah. where it got weird because at first, yes. you, see, you see Mobius and Hunter saying there's no turning back now, and they're looking at a screen. Then it cuts to your scene you just described of Loki running to them, right? So now yeah. you take it away from here. This is a perfect setup. So he runs to the, the library or the, the area where all the books are and everything. He runs to them and he goes to them. What does he say? Uh, he goes to them. He's just rambling. He's like, okay, so we found uh, the guy at the end of time and like everything that's happened like we we found him we killed him and he's basically giving them a recap of what happened yeah, he, he's like he, it wasn't it was one guy and he set this up and he knew everything that was going to happen yeah. like and he's like we can't stop him because they're talking about the 63 branches whatever yeah. it is and he's like we can't and Mobius is like what 
like, what are you talking about? It's done. Like, he's like, you can't. It's, it's a terrible. We made a terrible. He's like, what are you talking about, right? We freed the timeline. We found him beyond the storm. Uh, the Siddle at the end of time, right? He's basically trying to explain what him and, and Sylvie uncovered. And he's trying to explain everything to him. He's freaking out. And he's telling them all this. And then Mobius basically is like, hey, hold on, hold on a second. He goes, take it easy. You're an analyst, right? And I was just like, whoa. Like, right there. I was just like, oh, my God, you're an analyst, right? He goes, like, what are you talking about? Who are you? What is your name? Yeah. Oh. What did you What did you think at that moment when that when he said those lines? I was I was um, I got goosebumps. I got like a sinking. I was, I was sad. Yeah. I was sad. That's what we're talking about. You can't just push him in a random doorway and expect everything. So what we saw is Mobius and Hunter Fifteen looking like from the the TVA we know they were still there. The Loki went into an alternate timeline because she pushed him through the branch. She pushed him through the doorway as the timelines were branching. He ended up in God knows what timeline now. Exactly. And, yeah, the scene setup was perfect because we saw our original two. We see Loki. He runs to what we think is the original two. I'm like, oh, thank God. Loki and Mobius are back together. He's like, what? Who are you? Who are you? And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> she did him dirty. Yeah. She did him dirty. She just kicked him into God knows where. And now poor Loki has no idea where he is. Uh, it's exciting too, as well, because we know season two is coming. Yeah. Uh, ho- hopefully uh, next year, summer. Can't come soon but enough. It, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. It's just like why, why, <laughs> why only six episodes? Give us ten, <laughs> right? But uh, yeah, so it's going to be exciting to see what transpires there. But he actually goes and to the edge, or, or, or the ledge, basically, right, and looks yeah. out and sees. What does he see? The giant statue of Kang in his Kang-looking uniform. And even though it was just a statue, you could tell this guy was sinister. Oh, man. Like the music, the the height of the statue, just, oh, I was like, oh, no. That statue just gave me just the feel. I was like, oh, yes. (laughs) Yes. Give me more. Give me more. Now, what they uh, did here is they gave us the meat and potatoes. So now every movie I'm going to be watching, like Spider-Man. Okay, well, you're going to be fighting Kang. You, whatever you're doing here is not going to amount to anything because he's Kang. Like like Thanos, they, they introduced us to him slowly. We didn't know what he was about. We didn't know how strong he actually was. Kang, you know what he's capable of. So now I'm just yeah. going into each movie. Ant-Man, oh, sorry, Ant-Man, you're going to lose. So like, is he know. the Mephesto of the movies now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like how involved will Kang- he be? Because he's cast in Ant-Man, so, like, I'm just curious, like, how much parts here's what I'm thi- here. Here's what I'm thinking. It's going to be chaotic, and it's going to be chaos, like the movies are saying. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to see a different version of him in all of these movies. Yeah. They're going to go full-on crazy with this. You're going to see a different Kang in Spider-Man and Doctor Strange, Ant-Man, even the Loki TV show. You're going to see a different version of him. It's going to be insane. And that's what's going to be so cool for me personally is you get to see this. Jonathan Majors can pull it off. I've seen him act. I, I think he can pull it off. I'm a big fan, like I said. He can pull off different characteristics of Kang. He can do it. You saw a little snippets of it when he changed his voice yeah, and was talking in different tone. I and, and I think it, it's going to be really cool to see that. 
Uh, I'm wondering if they're going to have different people also play him because the Lokis were not all alike anyways, right? That's true. So I wonder if there's going to be other different versions of Kang, different looks. Of now, Kang. the thing about the comics are some characters we think are like superheroes and just general people were actually also Kangs. Just like younger version of Kangs who didn't call himself Kang. Like yeah. some were named Nathaniel. Yeah. Some were like... I can't Mortis, even. I right? can't even like talk about it because some superheroes were a version of Kang before he decided to become a conqueror. Like, this is wild. <laughs> you can't apprehend it. Eh? You can't even. Uh, you can't, co- can't uh, comprehend it. Sorry, you can't. It's gonna be. Um, it's gonna be uh, wild. It's gonna just be beating insane. time travelers. Just beating time travelers. My one of my worst nightmares. <laughs> it's like, oh, we killed you. No, you killed a future version of me. Yeah. And before you killed me, I warned my past self. So have fun oh. tomorrow. I go oh, no, be, not this. Yeah, oh. it's gonna be so good, so good. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing maybe a, uh, um, the pyramids, and I'm looking forward to seeing maybe that. Maybe that's how they spin off Apocalypse. Yeah, maybe that because cool. you know that timeline where the Apocalypse was kind of born. Okay, so you know this show, it had. A lot of uh, ups and downs. There were some episodes that were not great. There were some episodes that were good. Overall, I think we scored them pretty high. Yeah. Right? There wasn't an episode that was pretty low. That might what just you be think... a bias, but I didn't even care about Loki that much before. Okay, before we get into the overall score of the show, what did you give this episode out of 10? Now, here's where people might disagree with me. Because I was talking to my friend. He's like, oh, there was a lot of talking. I got pretty bored. But the acting, for me, as a whole, I was engaged. Like, the one thing that you described was there was a lull when Sylvie and Loki were going back and forth. Mm-hmm. I'd give it, like, an 8.5. Yeah, I'm sitting at 8.5. I, did, I didn't mind the talking. The, it wasn't the talking that really annoyed me. It was some of the decisions they made. Like the Miss Minute in the beginning was unnecessary. We so? didn't need to... You see. like her? Yeah. That, that, no, it's not that I don't like her. I just no. I don't think she was necessary there to give this low-hanging fruit. After all they went through, like why would they even bother to accept this offer? Yeah. They want to know who the, who the person is behind that door, right? So I just found that kind of a time filler thing. They could have done something better. They could have given some more Easter eggs, I think. Mm-hmm. Especially the statue that actually cracked and crumbled on the floor. It would have been nice to see what Likewise, else is yeah. in there. Maybe some books on the walls, some statues or whatever in the walls that are behind this whole thing. I would have loved to see more exploration of the building before they got to him. I would have liked to see that instead. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I would say 8.5 out of 10 for this short. Which is probably one of our lower marks I think we gave. Because I think most of the time we were giving it 9 or 9.5. Which, well, which like, I know that bothers people. Like, nothing's a nine. Like, I don't know. This is just how I feel. Like, this is well, our, just a personal opinion. Th- those are our opinions, yeah. right? Exactly. Um, you know, people have their own opinions, and we respect that, and they should respect ours, too. Um, what do you think about, like, you were talk- saying something. You wanted to go back how you and um, Oh, Jess, Jess and were... I got into it. She's like, Sylvie, you fool. And I'm like, well, she lived her whole life waiting for this moment. <laughs> I don't think she was right, but I understand why she did it. Uh, it's just, yeah, it was a hard situation to be put in. And then, this is where I hit her with the, the hypothetical. So, okay, 
you don't kill Kang, but now you have to take his job. Are you going to go kill a bunch of universes? And she couldn't answer that. So they hit you with one, yeah. they hit you with one yeah. thing that you say, like, I'd never do that, okay? But since you're not doing that, now you have to do this. They're put in an impossible situation. Yeah, because now you're the killer. Yeah. Right? Now you're him, basically. And that's what he wanted. He wants to sit back and relax and let you do all the dirty work, basically. Which is... Right? I'm just thinking, like, this is interesting because Secret War, like, the, there was the old one, and the new one was basically that. Like, the universes were colliding into each other, like, they were stacked on each other the way Kang described, and the Illuminati, who were, like, the big brains, Reed, T'Challa, yeah. blah, 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 Namor, like, okay, sorry, Namor, yeah. we gotta blow up these universes. And Captain America was like, I'm not doing that, that's insane. This whole season was basically that comic story and then eventually two universes remained and doom stitched them all together to make battle like it was crazy it got yeah, weird yeah but i'm curious if they're gonna borrow aspects from that or we get a merged universe which will bring the x-men in and other properties they didn't have before because that's ultimately what doom did mm-hmm and it's funny because, like, it gave us the hypothetical questions. Like, who would destroy universes and who wouldn't? Yeah. I want to go back. Sorry. I wanted to go back to the very beginning when we see the Marvel Studios logo and then we see the sun, the earth, yeah. and we see the satellite. But then we also see a plane, a ship, fly by. You notice that? Did you notice it at the beginning? There was a, there was a lot going on. There was quotes from, like, Neil Armstrong and it had some Marvel but, character quotes and... But there was a described. ship. Th- there was a ship that went by, and like a spaceship it, or what type of ship? Yeah, a, a spaceship. Right at the very beginning, where the Marvel logo comes out, and then you see the sun, Earth, mm-hmm. and it's sort of like moving away. You see a ship fly into the screen. That right away thought I thought of Renslayer right away. You did, yeah, because she mentioned a, spa- a spaceship, right? Yeah, or a ship. oh, the uh, the the to get to the void. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the sh- hmm. Hmm. Oh, I man. That... <laughs> Someone to ponder for season two. You know what was really cool? It was to see all the other multi-universes uh, side-by-side, giant universes. Yeah. I-, I thought that was really, really cool. Um, I've, I've heard so far on the internet that this is going to change. Seismic changes are happening in the MCU. Now... What does that mean? Seismic changes. What I would have loved to see is a new Iron Man. A new... Somebody's taking up the Iron Man because it's changed now, right? The MCU's changed. So that's what they're saying. They're saying it's a seismic, massive change in the MCU. I'm wondering what they're talking about. Are they talking about new introductions of new actors into the roles of some of these characters have been disappeared. Does that mean that whoever died or, you know, got killed off by either being good or bad, does that mean they're coming back? Does that mean Thanos is a different Thanos, a nice Thanos? You know, in the comics, there was a a good Thanos, right? So what do you think? Like, it's just changed. They're saying the MCU. Any, uh, anything could happen different casting i know this is gonna upset a lot of people unfortunately but you have to remember the mcu is not the comic 
the MCU is its own universe. I have to remind myself that mm-hmm. on multiple times. It may yeah, not be they, my. It's not meant for me, and I have yeah. to accept that. Yeah, they change. They change stories. They manipulate stories. They um, merge stories or merge characters into one. Mm-hmm. They change the identity of the character, uh, whether it be a male or a female or whatever it is they want to choose. There's a lot of changes that happen in the MCU universe versus what the comics are, right? So, but yeah, I'm very interested. In, like when I heard that, I was just like very interested. I'm like, what do they mean by that? Like, are we gonna see some crazy stuff happening? I will admit, me being, hmm. I don't want to say wrong because I wasn't really wrong. I was a little. I jumped the gun. You know how people were mocking the Eternals, like we laid in hiding because the world didn't eat us yet, and everyone's like, "Well, what? Well, you didn't come for Thanos? Like Thanos was the big bad? No, Thanos That's didn't some... collapse a multiverse <laughs> <laughs> compared to this. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay, this is a multiverse level threat. Like you guys could step out of the shadows now if that's what they meant in that trailer by, okay, our time is now. Like, See, the... that makes sense. More sense. Yeah, they're like, well, you thought Thanos was bad. Oh, you haven't seen nothing yet. Yeah, like you guys handled Thanos. Some people died, but you handled yeah. it. You handled that business. You're going to have to fight a bunch of Kangs now, so we're going to have to just step yeah, in. Yeah, oh, you're going to need God. our help. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're going to need our help because without us, you're not going to be able to take that guy on. That's just right? me. Like, so, I don't know if that's who they meant or what they meant, but if that well, is, that makes that sense. Makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, definitely makes sense, right? I mean, that, that gives them the reason to now, um, what do you call it? come out of the shadows so it's just no one could fathom someone higher than thanos who snapped a universe away like they couldn't ponder the ability of someone possessing more power than him and well Uh, we've seen it i want to know i want to know this from you okay now they want to introduce the x-men characters into the universe but it's very difficult to just throw them in there because they have to explain where were they the whole time yeah right that's the conundrum right so I'm, i'm just thinking like what if they never were never come into this MCU or this catastrophic like this major event changed where they were always there now where people have to wrap their hands around like Wolverine was always there because it's changed now some people might yeah. think that's a cop out but i would prefer that because the alternative is they are new to the scene like in the comics, mutants have been around for like decades, like since ancient Egyptian times. Yeah. The alternative is the MCU. They were either there the whole time, and for some reason, no one knew like a couple million mutants existed, or they're <laughs> new. And at that point, you're like, okay, Charles Xavier, who took years to master his powers, is just now some new guy. Like, I don't know. A lot of the powers that are with the characters I like are because they are old and experienced. Do you think that, um, one of the ways they can introduce these uh, uh, mutants is merge two universes into one. Yeah, I'm fine. where they kind of where they collapse into each. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, yeah, no, go ahead. Originally, I was against that because I thought it was a cop out, but I don't see why not. They did it in DC with like they wanted to get rid of the new 52 and bring the old universe back well turns out they were one in the same so we're just gonna squish them back together there you go every fans are happy (laughs) rebirth problem solved um (laughs) you had that with ultimate they for whatever reason slaughtered a bunch of people and just canceled the ultimate run but fans are like oh what about miles what about so and so 
I mean, I don't, see, I, I, I don't see it any, I don't see it any other way. I mean, yeah. I, I don't see how. I mean, I'm not Kevin Feige, and I don't have the 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 geniuses behind me as writers, but I just see that this is the best possible way to merge these these worlds and explain where the X Men are, Fantastic Four, so on and so on, without changing the the storyline too much. Like, you don't want to negate everything you've done ten years ago with the Thanos and all that, because if the if the universe has changed does that mean all of the stuff that happened prior to this it doesn't exist anymore or it's not important anymore right uh, unfortunately that's going to be part of the characters like some some characters will probably hopefully remember what happened in the past and they well, will I, have that, to discuss that, oh sorry no 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 no. i'm sorry i, ju I jumped in sorry I, the, what i was trying to say was also is yeah i understand what you're saying like you know where they don't want to be a cop out or anything like that. But what I'm saying is like maybe they would allow the memories to stay intact with specific characters saying that we remember what happened, but all the new characters are being introduced into this well, they're from another universe, so they don't know what the heck happened. See they tried right? this in House of M and it drove people mad. Cause they remembered the life they had before. Okay. And then like Spider Man got the perfect life then it switched back he he was going to kill pho <laughs> that's he was pushed that far that's how crazy he was um he like it's it, it's it's hard for me to fathom that remembering your life before some of it may be being better and it getting worse and you remember all of that uh you might be married to someone new like anything could happen each character would have to have the happy ending and any character who didn't would have to lose their memory and if they didn't, it would make for a good story. But that's, that's like any like it's hard. It's hard. And do you, do you think this allows Disney to now because there's multiverse now been introduced now? If they were smart as a company, do you think they should do is just do a bunch of TV shows that have no impact on the MCU because they're multiverses? I mean, they're, what if it's kind of like that, eh? Yeah, I mean, yeah. what if is great, but I'm, what I mean is like now. The cat's out of the bag where they could say, well, we could just create a whole bunch of TV shows and they don't have to tie into the MCU because they're from a different universe. They could. And we, we could just make another, uh, we could make a She-Hulk in the main MCU, but then we could also make a She-Hulk in a different MCU uh, multiverse TV show. Well, none of the characters have to tie in now, right? Titan's very successful and doesn't tie into CW at all. I don't see exactly, why Disney yeah. couldn't do that. So Young Avengers could be the same thing then. Yeah. I mean, I I know some people are like, okay, let's get well, let's get on with the story. Like, well, this is this isn't canon. Who cares? But you have a new window of opportunity now, so it will please some people. And I, I to me, honestly, I, I'm totally fine with more TV shows with yeah. pop culture in it. It just gives me more entertainment, right? It, ideally, I would love to have a Monday to Friday lineup. Like, I'm just being greedy, really greedy. But I would love to have a Monday to Friday lineup of new shows. All of those days. All of them with superhero related, whether it be DC or Marvel. But I, I think Disney can do it. It will require a lot of investment and a lot of courage because they're a company that wants to make money but not lose money. And they're very meticulous on things they want to do. So I would love to see them do a Monday to Friday of just random shows with different characters. And people are going to say, oh, you're watering down. There's too many superheroes. Really? 
We've been doing superhero shows for over a decade <laughs> yeah. on movies and TVs, and every one of them, aside from a few CW, <clears throat> have been really successful. Right? They did what you described, where they merged a bunch yeah. just to get it out of the way. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that was successful or not, but... The but I mean, and, and right now, anything Marvel does is just turning gold. Yeah. Right? So I think they, they should get bold and they should push out more TV shows with different universes. And who knows, down the road, you can have that character go into another universe. I mean, it just makes insane like happiness for geeks. You know, geeks just love stuff like that. Where they see this character that they've watched from a TV show jump into another show. No, right? why not? Or, like, I liked Ultimate Spider-Man. It's not yeah, like 616 Spider-Man. Like speaking of that, yeah. speaking of that, why why can't you have a Miles Morales TV show? Mm. Why not? Right? With technology shown that we can do. I mean, look at what Loki, look at what Captain America and Winter Soldier have done. Look at what WandaVision. These are movie-level TV shows. The budget was there. The filming, the, uh, the actors were there. They can do these things now. It's the... It's not possible, impossible anymore. Yeah. This is not CW, a CW budget. This is Disney budget. And if they give me six episodes of Miles Morales TV show, cool. I'll take that because I, if they give me a bunch of them, I'm okay with that. You give me five episodes, I'm cool with it, right? So, yeah, I mean, I know, I think we kind of veered off too much, but yeah, we could, what, we could go on and on at this. Yeah, point. exactly. We could, we, that's another day for another time. We can yeah. veer off. We could talk about multiverses and things like that. But uh, okay, let's uh, get back, jump back to this thing here. What is your overall score for the entire show? And is it better than the other two shows we watched? I think it's better. I'm giving it a nine because Ooh. there was no episode that I was bored of. There's no okay. episode I was bored with, like at all. Okay. Like I could go back and rewatch this. Very period. very nice. And period. Nine nine out of ten, and you're saying it's better than both Wanda and Captain America, right? Yeah, I don't really care to go back and watch episodes of either of those. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, I am going to be scoring it a nine as well. Uh, it's it wasn't quite a nine point five, ten. It, 10 is really tough. That's impossible what, to me. What what do we give the other shows? We have to go back because we can't be hypocrites here. Say that we didn't we didn't um, think the other two are great but then give them a higher score. I didn't give this. I didn't give either a higher score. Oh man, I, I think I gave one of them a higher score than 9. Yeah. There's no way you gave it a 10. No one none of them got a 10. That's impossible. Maybe I did. I don't Maybe. know. You know you know what? I'm I'm going to change my mind a little bit here because the ending kind of the Kang really got to me. So I'm going to give it a 9.5. Sorry. Okay. I'm going to give it a 9.5 because Jonathan Majors, in that brief moment, made me so happy of this character coming. I know you don't like him. I love this character. I love the comic book figure they made of him. You're going to get one at your doorstep eventually. Uh, <laughs> no, I, in a 9.5, I yeah. think it was way better than the other two shows. And that's not an insult to those two shows. They were great in their those own. Those were great. Those broke the mold yeah. for this. They yeah, the exactly. They, they gave us, you know, uh, a lot of fun. I enjoyed those shows. But, yeah, like this is one of the shows you can go back, watch it again, see more Easter eggs, probably un unearth things that we didn't even think of last time. But, yeah, really, really good show. Uh, I love it. I can't wait for season two. I hope they continue this because now they have multiverse. They can just go on forever. And Tom Hiddleston's already said, right? Yeah. He's like, 
I'll play as Loki as long as they want me to play. And you know what? Let's hope so. Five seasons in, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess that kind of wraps it up. Was there anything else you want to No, add to I think it? we need a separate a separate uh, multiverse. Yes, we podcast. will do a separate nerd multiverse talk. We'll even maybe bring somebody else in there. Who knows? Um, I've talked to some people that might want to jump on in. But, you know, we'll talk... A fun episode we'll do. A random episode we'll just throw it in there. Nothing to do with our weekly, but a random episode just to talk about comics and, you know, multiverse. Anyways, uh, okay, that kind of wraps it up. We appreciate everybody listening to our Loki Special Edition podcast. Uh, be sure to go to Astonishing NR and check out our social media plays. Uh, we have Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and then also our YouTube channel where we're doing a lot of figure reviews. And we got a bunch coming our your way in the next couple of weeks. A lot of cool figures that we're reviewing from different lines. So go check that out. Make sure to like and subscribe there. We are planning to do some giveaways very soon. We're going to drop a video on how you can win some cool prizes every month. So go to our YouTube channel. Make sure to subscribe there for your chance to win some cool prizes. And give us uh, some feedback on what you thought of our podcast at our social media platforms and what topics you would love us to discuss. We'd love to hear those, and we'll definitely, you know, try to do those topics on our future weekly podcast. But uh, with that being said, wherever you are on the world or the universe, have yourself a good morning, a good day, and a good night. Bye-bye. Okay, is the conqueror.